Hello, it's July 26, 2019. This is Future Vision. Thanks for listening. Today we'll talk about hipsters' new favorite kind of food. A huge discovery was just made about our moon. And cyborgs are officially among us. Are you listening to this episode in Saudi Arabia? On a train? Wishing your 10-hour commute from Riyadh to Jeddah could be quicker? Great news! Richard Branson's Hyperloop company, Virgin Hyperloop One, has signed a deal with the Saudi government to build a 35-kilometer test track alongside a research and development facility as well as a manufacturing plant north of the country's commercial capital of Jeddah, with aims to eventually cut down the travel time across the desert to 76 minutes. Hyperloop, the futuristic transport concept as made popular by Elon Musk a couple years ago, would see pressurized pods carrying both cargo and people being shot down vacuum tubes at speeds as high as 1,200 kilometers an hour. Other proposed Virgin Hyperloop 1 routes would include Chicago to Pittsburgh in the U.S., Edinburgh to London in the U.K., and Montreal to Toronto in Canada. According to a study that was released Wednesday, a revolutionary new prosthetic arm has allowed an amputee to regain the sense of touch. And if that ain't cool enough, they named the robot arm after Luke Skywalker. The prototype, developed by a team from the University of Utah and New Hampshire-based DECA Research and Development Corp., used a hundred electrodes implanted into the forearm of Kevin Walgamont, who had his hand amputated in 2002, to relay movement signals to the prosthetic hand, delivering a sense of touch. According to Jacob George, a co-author of the study, we changed the way we are sending that information to the brain so that it matches the human body. And by matching the human body, we are able to see improved benefits. We're making more biologically realistic signals. Named in honor of when Luke Skywalker lost his arm to Darth Vader, Luke allowed Walgamot to pluck grapes, peel a banana, text, and feel his wife's hand as he held it. That's sweet. No word if it allowed him to wield a lightsaber, but maybe... It's possible. It's not true. That's impossible. In a moment, we'll debut a brand new segment here on Future Vision. But first, the case to pack your bags and move to the moon just got a little bit stronger. Monday, a paper was published in Nature Geoscience claiming that vastly more water may be hiding under the lunar surface than we had thought. The study, authored by a couple UCLA graduate students, suggests the existence of previously undetected thick ice deposits on the moon. 
similar to the glacier-like water ice deposits discovered near Mercury's poles. Unlike Earth, the spin axis of the Moon and Mercury are very small, which means craters and canyons near the poles of both rocks never see the Sun, making the bottom of these holes among the coldest places in our solar system. For a while, it's been guessed that these permanently shadowed areas are so cold that any ice trapped within them could survive for billions of years. Comparing the craters on Mercury that were discovered through radar observations 20 years ago to hold ice as thick as 50 meters in them, with similar-sized craters on the Moon, the researchers believe that there would be enough water to sustain a future human settlement. Last night, SpaceX's prototype Starhopper made a huge step forward towards development by hovering 20 meters off the ground. We'll talk more about that on Monday's show, but now it's time for Where's the Beef? It's Where's the Beef, a brand new segment here on Future Vision, where we take a look at society's quickly changing dietary demands. Plant burgers, whether it's the Beyond Meat or Impossible Burger or any of the growing number of smaller brands, you see them basically everywhere now. In fast food joints, higher-end restaurants, even in grocery stores, it's a trend that seems very likely to continue gaining momentum. However, there are rising debates on just how good for you these burgers really are. Canada's new food guide suggests eating less meat and getting your protein from foods more like beans and lentils. The California-based Beyond Meat markets itself as that healthy plant-based alternative saying that their products are options that are better for you and don't come with the major health risks associated with meat, such as cancer and heart disease. However, because Beyond Meat patties contain refined coconut oil, pea protein isolate, and flavoring, some dietitians, like Toronto-based Rosie Schwartz, say that that may mean they're not necessarily healthier than a small portion-controlled lean piece of meat. As soon as you say plant-based, people think that means healthy. But potato chips are plant-based, and that doesn't mean that they're the best choice. If you're going to say that there's less risk of disease, then let's see the clinical research. Beyond Meat may also worry people who are watching how much salt they're eating. Health Canada recommends that adults aim for about 1,500 milligrams of sodium daily. Dietitians aren't the only ones taking aim at this new fat in food. Farmers of traditional meat are the biggest opponents to the rise of plant-based protein. They specifically have beef with the marketing these companies are choosing to go with. Across the United States, cattle farmers have 
so far been successful in their lobbying attempts, convincing lawmakers in a few different states to enforce stricter regulations when it comes to what can be advertised as meat. Mississippi instituted a new law earlier this month stating any food product containing cell-cultured animal tissue or plant-based or insect-based food shall not be labeled meat or as a meat product. The law was not as simple as disallowing plant-based products from being called meat, but more broadly included meat-related terms. So now, in the state of Mississippi, you can't call a veggie burger a burger or a tofu sausage a sausage. A very similar idea is being floated around in the European Union, suggesting all meat-related terms can only be used in reference to products that come from animals. French EU Parliament member Eric Andreau claims the proposed regulation is about common sense and is in the best interests of consumers. Canada may be next in line for this battle, the Quebec Cattle Producers Federation has launched a complaint against Beyond Meat, saying the company has no right to advertise their product as plant-based meat. Sylvain Charles-Broy from Dalhousie University says that they may have a point. So I do believe that the Federation's complaint has merit, really. When you look at the law, the clause clearly states that carcasses have to be involved in the process to make meat. And when you actually look at the Beyond Meat product, there are no carcasses involved. So they do have a case. Now, I love hamburgers. As my wife could tell you, I can happily live off of cheeseburgers every day. But today, for you, I decided to go try the Beyond Burger from A&W to give you an honest review. And I gotta say, it was pretty tasty. I could definitely tell it wasn't beef, but it did have a similar texture to it, similar mouthfeel. I could for sure taste the salt, though. With the toppings and bun, it had 1,100 milligrams of sodium in it. I probably won't be making the full switch over to the plant-based meat, but I can, I, I can see why some people are raving about it, I understand. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. Catch you on Monday. Bye.